You're listening to Parenting Our Future with certified parent coach, Robin McMahon, author of The Yelling Cure and founder of Parenting for Connection. My podcast is all about providing you with the tools and solutions you need in your parenting so you can create the family you always wanted. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Parenting Our Future. All right, you guys, let, let's make sense of 2020 and put it behind us. Let's look forward to 2021, and I have just the person to help us do this. I am so happy to welcome back Jillian Bolands, who is a sparkly, wonderful human being who is just going to take all of us in her arms and make us feel so safe and so good and help us to move through the, the trials and tribulations of 2020 so that we can really embrace and thrive in 2021, no matter what we're in for. So Jillian, I just want to say thank you so much for being here. And please just let everybody know really what you do and, and how, how you help people. Oh my gosh, I just want to give you a hug right now. Like I want to just be able to squeeze you. So um, yes, thank you. I'm so excited to be here and friends yeah just like cozy in because we're going to talk about energy we're going to talk about um cyclicality and, and embodiment in a whole new and different way for some of you and i just want you to imagine like i'm coming in and i'm handing you a warm mug of hot chocolate and wrapping your shoulders with a blankie like we're just going to get cozy with this and it's going to be really fun and hopefully um eye-opening for some of you but as robin said i am jillian bolands i'm an intuitive life coach I help women uncover the truth of who they are, mm. um, utilizing cyclicality, utilizing mm. ancient wisdom and seasonality, and really helping them to learn how to utilize their own intuition. And mm. I know that we've got both mamas and dads that listen to this podcast, Robin. So I know that I said that I serve women and I help women with this, but I think the power with the conversation we're going to have today is this information really pertains to everybody. I'm going to talk about women a lot because cyclicality has to do with, or we have a connection with our female cycle to cyclicality of all things. And dudes, you're going to get so much information that's going to help you make sense of what is going on for your partner and your daughters and you know all of the women in your life. So I think this is going to be really powerful for everybody. Well, I love that you just call them all dudes and I'm sure they're super happy about that. That's great. <laughs> okay, dudes and mamas. Yes, that's right. <laughs> okay, Jillian, my first question's a big one. How do we make sense of 2020? How do we make sense of this year? Oh, I just want to invite everybody to take a deep breath. Like actually do it. Robin, you and I are going to do it, okay? And because I know that most of you didn't think I was serious, let's take another one. Okay, good. So here is my take on 2020. And I know how challenging and trivial and freaking hard and unbearable many parts of this year have been. I know that. I get it. And also, I know the magic and the miracles that have unfolded in the mm. strangest of ways, in potentially the darkest of places. And I also know that we must be willing to look for those miracles. I want to say that mm. I have deep reverence for those who were 
really, really negatively impacted by the COVID-19 sickness because yes, we all had to quarantine. We all had to do our own different things with that. But I know that many people did suffer deeply, deeply, deeply. So this year was saying that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a real thing. Right. And so we're not just going to pretend like we can just sugarcoat everything because you can't actually sugarcoat anything, but we get to find the magic in the mess. And that's a lot of what we're going to talk about today and hopefully in new and different ways that are going to inspire something in you and kind of cause like that deep level of remembrance within you. So we started this conversation with a deep breath. And I believe that 2020 has been inviting us. It it happened. Everything that happened was to invite us back to our breath. Because Robin, what happens for us consistently that we don't have to think about among all the crazy bazillion things out there? We still breathe, right? Mm -hmm. We are here, we are breathing, and we are worthy. Mm And we don't often think about those three things, but as we breathe and as we remember how to get back to our breath, that what that actually does energetically is it pulls us into the moment of now, Mm -hmm. right? Because so many of us live in the, the pain and the sorrow and the regret of the past. Mm -hmm. And then so many of us live in the, I got to hurry up and get there. Like the anxiety of creating a future that's not quite ready yet, or you're not there yet. So you're shaming yourself in many different ways. And so we live in this mindset and really like our whole experience is either taking place behind us or in front of us. And getting back to the breath is all about being here in our sacred bodies right now. So a number of different things happened this year to get us back to our breath. And it's been really hard for those of us who have been programmed to just put your head down and run, 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 and don't think and don't feel and just move and keep moving. And we were all we, the way I like to think about it is in the beginning of 2021, there was a big divine feminine energy that showed up. So think about this. It's like when mom gets home and witnesses the house is a mess, right? Like mom gets home, house is a mess. Kids are yelling. Everything is everywhere. Mom gets mad. Mom is mad and sends everyone to their rooms. That's what I actually think about this year, right? Like mama earth. Beginning of 2020. Yeah. 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 Beginning of, oh yeah. Sorry. Beginning of 2020. Mama earth took a look around and she's like, (laughs) you people have made a mess. What is actually happening? So there was, yeah, legit go to your room. Like there was a pandemic that was a, uh, uh, um, one having to do with our respiratory system, right. Mm -hmm. That was stifling our breath. And again, I say that tenderly and with a lot of grace, but literally, I mean, coughing is one of the biggest symptoms of COVID. So it was stifling Mm -hmm. us. Um, so this is the way that mom, mama earth was like, all right, everybody go to your rooms. And so we had to quarantine, we -hmm. had to shut down. And for many of us, that was actual hell on earth because we had to stop. We had to shut down and slow down. We had to shut down and slow down. We couldn't work. We couldn't go out and see people. We couldn't numb ourselves out with experiences or running so fast that you just like can't keep up with yourself. So you can't feel it. So we literally had to go to our room and think about it Mm. while mama took a second to get back to her breath. Mm -hmm. Right. And so what happens? What happens when mama sends everybody to their room, 
she has a second to breathe. Yes, it gives everybody that quiet time that they she need. Might have but a Mama little cry has, too. No, she she cries. She <laughs> cries, but she's able to breathe. And so think about what happened. Streams started clearing up. The fog and the smog started clearing up. We could see distances that we haven't been able to see before because mama could finally get back to herself. She could finally start to heal within herself, mm. right? The metaphor hopefully is not lost here. It's like, yeah. yeah, this is a, this is a moment of uncomfortability, but it's in these moments of rest and quiet that we can actually heal the things that have been hurting for a really, really, really long time. And mm. mamas and daddies, if you have been in this overworking, overproducing, go, 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 I'll sleep when I'm dead mentality, then you needed that rest in order to really be able to heal. And also it was probably really hard. So there were new levels of hard associated and thrown on top of what was already happening that was creating the heart in the first place. Well, Robin, what we, questions do you have? Cause I feel like that's a good place for you to like yeah, hop in. I, I think that, I think that we've been through so many ups and downs through this, right? Like at first there was this, okay, okay. This is kind of interesting. I kind of like slowing down. I'm good mm -hmm. to slow down a little bit and, you know, spend some more time with my kids and connect with my kids on another level. And and then it's like, okay, I think, I think, I, I think I'm overwhelmed now spending so much time with my kids, working from home, learning from home, doing all this stuff. And, and then there was sort of a break in the summer where we started to sort of just like relax a little bit. And now at this particular point in time, we are, uh, we're recording this at the end of November. And I just finished, uh, as I was getting ready today, um, just finished watching our prime minister, you know, not say there's a lockdown, but say, hey, don't go out if you don't need to, you know, all of this stuff. So we've been on a roller coaster too. And one of the yeah. things that I know for sure is that, you know, the breath helps us in so many ways, you know, for, for one reason, uh, you know, technically speaking, there is a connection between the lungs and the brain that says when I'm breathing deeply and slowly, I'm safe. So I can just mm -hmm. relax, right? And anxiety doesn't have to take over. That's why we say breathe. And I know it sounds like a cliche. I know it yeah. sounds like, oh, just breathe, but actually do it. No, no, really do it. Breathe deeply, no, yeah. intentionally. Yes, breath is, um, is automatic and comes and goes, but deep breathing is intentional to bring us back to the present moment, like you said, back to our center. Um, but I also want to acknowledge that, you know, the reason why we have anxiety Anxiety. And, and, and before this pandemic, we would have said that anxiety is you being at war with what is, right? With what is actually happening right now. However, during this pandemic, uh, oh, well, and, and let me sort of say that you're being, you're at war with what is, um, but that anxiety is actually here to keep you safe. Mm -hmm. And so that was not the, like, uh, I, I don't know how else to say it other than that was sort of the uh, mispurposing of the, um, of the actual anxiety. But now the, like the anxiety is here to serve us in a way that it protects us from predators. Mm -hmm. And there is a predator out there now that's COVID-19. There is somebody or somebody, there is something out there that is attacking our survival. Yeah. So I do also want to acknowledge that the anxiety you're feeling 
is normal and it's natural and it makes sense. So don't shame yourself for it. Don't beat yourself up for it and breathe. Right. And breathe. I remember a time earlier this year, I think it was probably April ish. Um, and I had my newest son. So I, I'm a mama of three boys. So moms, I get it. I get it. I yes, get what. a newborn. Yeah. I, yeah. I had a newborn. He was born three weeks before we locked down. So um, I remember this moment and I had been going back and forth with my coach and we were working through my, cause I, I experienced postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, because if we think about it, so everything is energy. And if everybody in the world is feeling like that fight, fight, flight, or freeze, as you were talking about, Robin, like that deeper level of anxiety, like predator around, like alert, alert. If everyone in the world is feeling that, then the energy of that is in the mass consciousness. So it's in the collective consciousness. And even if you're having a hunky dory day, if you are a person that is a deep feeling person, you can tap into that really quickly. And so any trigger can really put you into that. So I was out for a walk. Um, I was carrying my newborn who he slept on me and Robin, you know, this to be true. He's slept on me every single day, every single moment of the day, I wore him Mm. in a carrier because he had reflux. So he wouldn't, he couldn't actually go down. He Mm. just would not go down for a nap. I worked with sleep people, ladies. So I know there's some of you out there like, you should have worked with somebody. I did. And what together we uncovered, it was like, no, he just needs to be close. Also Mm. our babies can be really sensitive. So Mm. let's just say that like, they're experiencing what we're experiencing. We just have some big girl and boy words for it. They don't. So imagine the anxiety that you're feeling like our kiddos have the capacity, even the tiniest of them. So I say that, but I also am going to say, let's not focus on that because that doesn't have to define them. But if we're aware of that, which is so much of what we're going to be talking about, Robin, like having the awareness and then proactively moving forward with it to better support yourself. Um, Anyway, getting back to my story, I was walking around my two other ones. Um, they were six and three. They're seven and four now, but they were six and three at the time. And they're on their scooters and it was freaking mm-hmm. windy in Maine this, this spring. It was windy. So like talk about getting back to your breath. Like the wind <laughs> was even trying to take my breath away, but yeah. mama nature is blowing the air. Right. So I saw, I saw the metaphors everywhere. And I, in that moment, I realized how much I had been trying to resist what was. Mm. And when we resist what is, that actually causes a deeper level of anxiety in all of us. Because I had been focusing on the hard of this. Wearing Mm. a baby for four months from sunup to way after sundown is no joke physically, emotionally, it's taxing. And as I was doing it, I recognized how often I had been wishing I was anywhere else, but there. And in that moment, as we were walking around, I said, Oh, what if I just allowed myself to be here to surrender into what is not like throw in the towel and say, fine, but like, do what I can to stop resisting this and just allow for it to come in. And in that moment, I alleviated so much for myself because I I suddenly wasn't spending energy trying to be somewhere else. I was allowing myself to energetically be present. And as you said, as we breathe intentionally, we get to be consciously present. So from that moment on, that mantra became mine. I'm consciously present right now. I'm consciously present right now. 
I think that that is really huge. Just, just, and and I want to say it back to you in, 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 in how I heard you Mm -hmm. to give yourself permission to Mm -hmm. just accept what is Mm -hmm. and stop resisting. Yeah. I energetically just felt, oh, like, Yeah. yeah. Right. Like my, my whole body was like, yep. That's, that sounds, that sounds right. And so we can give ourselves permission to just accept what is, in fact, that's all there is, is what is happening right this moment, right? Because if you are stuck in the past or you're worried about the future, that's fear, right? And we don't want to be in fear because we don't make good decisions when we're scared and in fear. But if we can embrace what is, okay, we can, we can also give ourselves empathy when we embrace what is say, you know what, this is really hard. And I'm sure that's what you said to yourself with your baby, you know, saying like, okay, I can embrace this. And I can also acknowledge that it can be tough for me, but I am here stepping up to the challenge that is, you know, this, this moment in time. And I also Mm -hmm. think that, you know, how, you know, we're, we're often at war with what is happening in our lives. And, and, um, and I've gone through tough times myself this year alone, never mind the rest of my, my years. Um, and so what I keep coming back to is it should this, like, you know, when you question it, when you want to, when you want out of this situation or this circumstance, you know, well, I feel like this shouldn't be happening to me, but the reality is, is that if it's happening, it should be happening. It's supposed yeah, to it, be happening. So, and it gets to happen to you, right? It gets so, to, yes. That's such a great to. change. Yes. Yeah. And you're the way that you simplified everything that I said, Robin was so perfect. And that's step one, because I want to give you a step two. Like we want to make this tangible for your listeners. Yes. So step yeah. one for kind of making sense of this year and, and looking back and, and even looking where you are right now, it's okay. What it, what's happening right now that I'm re- resisting so mm-hmm. much, right? And how can I surrender that so that I can acknowledge and be where I am and be with what is? And now step two of the process is we do not have to look at our reality and believe in it. And I'm going to expand upon that. Okay. Can I, okay, before you do, I want to ask, I want to clarify the surrender because surrender is not you in a ball in the corner, rocking yourself. Surrender is, and and I'll let you even it's, it's hands up saying, yes, Mm -hmm. I surrender. And I accept it's an acceptance. It's not, it's not throwing in the white flag or or whatever. Right. Freeing yourself. My, my understanding and relationship with surrender is self-freedom. It's understanding that you're not in this alone and the universe does have your back and everything, even though there are really, really freaking hard things that happen, they are for you Mm. so that you can be more with yourself and you can stand for yourself and you can choose love over fear. I mean, Robin, you were just talking about fear. It's love over fear and every single moment that you allow yourself to surrender 
to what you actually are doing is allowing yourself to feel free and be supported in love. So apply whatever spiritual term feels best Mm. to you here. Call it the universe, call it God, call it goddess, call it divine source of love, call it angels, whatever it is that makes you feel connected to Mm. divine consciousness and to to that oneness, that wholeness, apply that here, insert this here. When you Mm. surrender, you allow yourself to be held and you get to remember that it's not just you here, right? And so many of us this year felt completely alone. And so we tried to white knuckle it through. And then this year we're like, and then as we experience more and more, we're like, I can't white knuckle this anymore. And it was a mirror for how most of us have actually been running our whole lives is white knuckling it and just putting our head down and forcing our way through. So for me, this year taught me that I don't have to force anymore. And I'm at the point where it's like, that's actually not an option for me to force my way through anymore. It's not an option because I just can't, my body will physically shut down. I will, I will cry. I will want to sleep because I know that there is, this life is meant to be right. Gets to be made up of more of an ebb and a flow and a wax and a wane, right? Just like the moon waxes and wanes up there. The moon doesn't decide she's going to be in one phase of her cycle, the entire cycle long, right? She's not full up there for 30 days in a row, every, no matter what, anything can happen. The moon is still going to wax and wane up there. The seasons, right? Like there is not one year that the earth is like, I just think we're going to stay in winter the whole year long, right? Like that doesn't happen. So So why do we Mm. as cyclical energetic beings feel we can operate in one way all the time. So Uh, that surrender piece allows for us to remember and tap into our deeper power, which is our intuition and our cyclicality Mm. and our breath and allows for the universe to support us. I always joke around. I'm like, do you actually want to be God? Like, think about that. Think about all the responsibilities that God has, right? Or, and again, call it whatever you want, but let's use, let's use the the term God here. Do you actually, I don't want every single responsibility that God has. Many of us walk around trying to control all the things as if we want to be God. But when it comes right down to it, I don't want all those responsibilities. I would like a little bit of support here, please. Right. So I think so much of this year has been calling us into this deeper level of remembrance of if we stop resisting we and we open up and surrender we allow ourselves to be consciously present where we are we get to be with our breath and then the second piece to that is remembering that we get to create the future that we desire so yes we need to we need to surrender into the moment. And I'm going to put a caveat here. If you are experiencing something that is literally putting you in harm's way, um, abuse of any form, um, or just, you know, a really bad situation like that, then I'm not talking about surrendering and that's okay. Right. Like please seek help and get support and get guidance. If you're in, if you're in a situation like that, right. Like that, I just felt like that had to be said because it just feels important. Um, but Oftentimes, once we have kind of surrendered into what is, people are like, okay, well, 
if this is what is, this is how it's always going to be. So I use this example a lot of like your bank account, like people staring at their bank account and being like, oh gosh, uh, this is, there, there's this money in there, which means this money isn't in there. So it's always mm. going to be that way. So as we surrender into what mm. is, I want you to, I want to remind you that that next step in the process is allowing yourself to dream into the future that you want to create. If you're mm. consciously present now, then allowing yourself to be there and to increase the, the vibration of that, to get excited mm. about what could be coming as mm -hmm. opposed to being fearful of what could be coming. Yeah, I think, I think that's really great. And, and everything you said about surrender, I mean, when we talk about control, that's fear. Right. Mm -hmm. That's all that is. It's yeah. fear because you're scared. Right. And surrender is making a choice to accept. So it's yeah. not fear. It's acceptance. And, you know, you're talking about God, you're talking about the universe and whatever anybody believes, you know, what, what just keeps coming back to my mind is that um, poem footsteps, right. Where mm -hmm. two foot, two sets of footprints on the sand, and then it goes into one when it was the hardest. And that was, you know, no, I carried you, you know, yeah. that was, yeah. that was that. Those yeah. It's beautiful. Yours. Yeah. That was, yeah. that was beautiful. And what you're talking about here is coming instead of from a lack perspective, leaning into abundance. That is something that is so foreign to most people yeah. and totally. is, is a muscle you've got to exercise, right? Totally. Right. Like, let's go back to me in that moment, walking with my babies. Right. So I could, I surrendered into what was, I stopped resisting what was, I didn't focus on, okay, I guess I'm just going to have to surrender to the fact that I'm going to be a walking zombie. I said, <laughs> no, I am going to, what I'm going to do is surrender into the fact that this could be fun. I could yeah. be playful here. Yeah. If I am not wishing myself out of this situation, then yeah. what could I do that would be really exciting and fun and powerful in the situation? How could I connect with my sons even better? How could I actually get a little bit more sleep when I, if I stopped like wanting to like do all the things and just said, I can't do all the things with a sleeping baby on me all the time, right? I'm exactly. going to go rest. I invited in so much more rest and so much more fun when I stopped mm -hmm wanting to be somewhere else. And I allowed myself to be consciously present with where I was, but choose fun instead. Yeah. That's awesome. Right? Choose support and connection instead. Mm, I love that. That's so great. That's so great. Okay. So, so number one is stop resisting. Number two is we get to create the future that we want for ourselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. What's next? What's next is understanding that. And I think this is, um, this is a beautiful, like, wrapping 2020 up in a beautiful mm. package. So many of us have been taught and programmed to function in a very linear manner, yeah. right? And so I, I alluded to this a, a few minutes ago with like putting your head down, getting to work. So like speaking to you parents out there, think about your day, right? On a, on a typical day, because I imagine a typical day is going to represent the majority of your days. What's happening, right? Like you wake up, you chug through breakfast, you've got to corral all the tiny humans that you're responsible for. <laughs> you either have to go and get to work or you got to figure out how you're going to corral the tiny humans and work from home, right? Like you've got to maybe brush your teeth if you're lucky, right? So <laughs> you've got all of these tasks that you got to do. And so you go to work and you're on the hamster wheel and you're just doing the thing and and then it's dinner time and you're home and then mm -hmm. we're at bedtime and then you go to bed too late because it's like, oh my gosh, I like have had no time for me. So I am going to numb out in front of the television or I'm going to scroll on social media and then I'm going to go to bed too late, wake up, 
tired again. And then we're going to go through the same thing over and over, right? Like, do you you know my life? Like, have you seen every (laughs) single day of my life? No, (laughs) my humans aren't as tiny. They all are as tall as me now, but yeah, you're right. I mean, that is, uh, the that is that is just every day yes well i wanted to say like i wish i could see all the listeners and say put your hands up right and i feel like everybody yeah. myself included could say yep been there done that own the t-shirt yep. and the trucker hat right because that's how we have been programmed to function we yeah. have been taught that it is a start line and a finish line and we've got to put mm. our head down and get there right and if we can just survive through the day then we've done something right. Not, we're not focusing on thriving. We're not focusing on participating in life. We're usually not focusing on fun or asking ourselves what we want to do. We just have these tasks laid out in front of us that we've got to figure out how to bulldoze through and caffeinate through each and every day. And and what we're doing is we're depleting resources that we don't even have, like mental, emotional, physical. That's not okay. That's not good. You're you're not going to show up as the, as the, the the spouse as the the parent as the professional as the daughter as the you know whatever it is as the sister as the friend that you want to be when you don't have anything left right it's so important what you're saying Kate I'll let you go keep going keep going girl (laughs) no we have been I want you to just think about life pre 2020, right? Like that's what it was for so many of us. We were all seeking for those external validations, the external applause. It was all like very focused on how can I do more? And if I feel like I've failed along the way, then I must not be working hard enough, which means you (laughs) sacrifice yourself even more, right? So we're on this vicious perpetual line that never seems to end except for like the moments that we have to sleep during the way along the way. Mm -hmm. So the third part to what I really feel is so important to talk about and will potentially present a new paradigm for a lot of your listeners, I hope, is that we were never meant to function in a linear way anyway. Hmm. We are cyclical beings. Mm. We ebb and flow, like I said, just like the moon, just like the seasons, there are times of, and especially with women um, pertaining to our female cycle, it's 29 days. So that's almost a month. So when people say, oh, is that, is it that time of the month again? And they used to say it was with such crassness and such, um, (laughs) you know, meanness, it's like, no, it's, it absolutely is that time of the month again for every single bit of what we do and experience, because we women, our hormones, our needs, our desires, Mm. they ebb and they flow Mm. throughout the course of the month. The way that we want to eat, the way Mm. we want to exercise, the Mm. way we want to communicate with other people, right? There are times of the month that I'm like, let's go out and hug all the people and do all (laughs) the things. And then there are other times of the month that I'm like, oh no, no, I am going only as far as the couch with my blankie and a book and nobody's allowed to talk to me for three days. And Mm. for me, I started following the moon cycle to help me with that because I didn't have, I mean, my bigger story is that I didn't have a natural period for 14 years. Um, So my babies are actual literal miracles, particularly my third one who I did not go through the IUI process on, but he followed the moon cycle, healed my body, got a period. 
thought that was the end of the miracle and then got pregnant with him. So like miracles abound when we start tapping into cyclicality. So for this year, understanding that this is not meant to be a race, that there is no there's no medal waiting for you at the proverbial finish line that you have created for yourself, whether it's impressing your boss or baking the best cookies or, you know, whatever it is that you are slaying yourself over. We don't have to work and function that way anymore. Mm. So looking back, if we're going to do a recap of 2020, I invite you not to just look at the moments and the experiences, but look at how you felt during different times of the year. Look at how you felt during different times of the month. Is there a time of the month that you are feeling particularly tender? This is a key to you not to continue functioning as you Mm. always do, but to go a little slower on yourself. Are there times of the month that you feel like you could walk on water? Then those are the times that, yeah, go out there and like start planting the seeds and bringing those dreams to fruition. We are not meant to live a life on a line that is never changing on a 24 hour day basis, we are meant to ebb and flow. And so going into 2021, which Robin, I know we're going to do next in our part two is coming up. Yeah. We're almost done here. Yeah. We have, we have so much opportunity to tap into who we truly are, what we truly want to do and to live a more fulfilled life where we are connecting with Mm -hmm. our partners, with our children, with our parents, with our colleagues in deeper, meaningful ways, Mm -hmm. because we're not depleting ourselves by trying to function a way that's not even in our best interests to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what I mean? The, this whole, and I've, I've been there, done that for, for a long mm-hmm. time, you know, especially Same. in my corporate career. Right. Uh, yeah. And I know you have too. And I, and I think, you know, so often there are so many times where, you know, people will, you know, reflect on their life in later years and say, why did I do that? What did I let my life pass me by when I was healthy, when I was free from pain, when I was like physical pain, because as I get older, things hurt more, you know, (laughs) why didn't I embrace life when it, when I, when I could. And so this is your invitation right now. If you are hearing this right now, then this is the message that you need to hear. Okay. So this means you, you, you can do that. You can say, no, I don't need to hustle like this. I can stop. I can, I can, I can have a different way and turn my life in a direction that works for me. And we are going to do that in part two. We're going to set some intentions for 2021. We are going to, to look at 2021 in a way that you haven't looked at a year ahead before. So Jillian, thank you for today. And we are going to see you next week when we talk about how we set intentions. Thank you so much for everything. You're so welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this edition of my podcast, Parenting Our Future. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this message. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you like my work, I'd be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating. For those of you who like my content and want more, visit me at yellingcurebook.com to get your copy of my book and to find other resources to help you. Until next time, I am wishing you and your family peace and connection.